Hi, welcome to the Sage's Cabin podcast. I'm your host, Rox Madeira. So grab a cup of tea and come and join me in the Sage's Cabin as we chat about everything from herbal gardening, herbal medicine, movement practices, wild food, postnatal and just general well-being. Today I'm talking to Vicky and Janice about their workshop at the Scottish Wild Food Festival. We're talking about fermented foods and wild foods and how great they are when you pair the two of them together. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. There we go. Hi. <laughs> Hi Janice. Hi Vicky. Hi Rox. Welcome to the podcast. We are very much looking forward to having you at the Wild Food Festival. So we would just like to maybe introduce yourselves and just tell me a little bit about what each of you do in each of your businesses. Right, well, I'm Janice Klein of uh, Nourished by Nature. I'm on Instagram as Be Nourished by Nature. Uh, and I'm all about um, the natural world, mostly about fermenting things uh, and gut health. I've been researching gut health for about the last 10 years and I've gone back into all the traditional processes of fermentation, veggies, kombucha, kefir, sourdough, eh, and that's the way to go um, for our health. It's all about getting back to basics, getting back to nature. Nature has us covered. We've got everything we need. And fermentation is just how to preserve it so that it sort of gives you the most benefits for your health. So I'm also all about food and flavours. Um, a bit like Vicky, I'm absolutely food obsessed. And um, so I spend my time trying to think, how can I add more probiotic, prebiotic fibre to all the foods that I make? We both do vegan, we're plant-based. So um, we just spend most of our time uh, trying to think of different ways that we can incorporate all the wonderful things that grow, um, that, that we can forage, um, uh, how we can incorporate them into actually delicious dishes. Um, so Vicky's incredibly good at that from the forage and more for the, for the fermenting side. And again, fermenting things is actually the best way to preserve anything and you end up with something better than you started with, which is totally cool. So it's all about harnessing the power of microbes and nature. And it's a magical world indeed that tastes absolutely amazing. It's incredible for your gut health um, and it just supports your health in every level. Um, so yeah so that's my thing so I'm totally obsessed I'm like literally fermented inside now I think I've probably lived till I'm about 120 uh, because I eat fermented stuff all the time but I'm not eating it I'm thinking about it I'm researching it I put it in my skin I, I use all probiotic skincare as well so I'm just as, as natural as it's possible for me to be um, and I feel great um, as I say I've got to the age that I am with absolutely no major health issues I'm absolutely 100% fit well and healthy and that's the way that I intend to be it's such uh, a fascinating subject isn't it um fermenting it's it's absolutely like... endlessly fascinating and yeah. it's a hot topic at the moment as you know yeah. because of all the you know how it boosts your immunity 70 percent of your immune system is in your gut it's massively impacted by the foods that you eat and fermented foods are like super fertilizer for your gut bacteria they're pre-digested they're broken down, they're really high in vitamins, everything in them becomes more bioavailable. So it's like the microbes unlock all the really good stuff so that your body can absorb it. And it, and it makes all sorts of wonderful flavours as well because of the acidity that preserves the foods. It gives a fantastic sort of umami kind of flavour to the food as well. So it's just the most... But it's totally addictive, I have to say. I have to tell people that if they ever come to workshops. You'll end up you'll be buying jars, your fridge will be full of stuff, your cupboards will be full of stuff. Mine's just a bit like a wee lab. There's always something fermenting away, whether it's kombucha, it's fermented veggies, sourdough or whatever. Um, so it's just the best fun. 
and it's you need an extra fridge you definitely you need an extra fridge and you'll get all sorts of comments about people saying what's that funny smell and it's like that it's yeah. just my vegetables fermenting <laughs> but yeah it might smell odd but that's a very small negative thing um and they don't always smell really bad anyway yeah, people are kind of nervous about like fermenting aren't they because of the whole microbes yes. thing We've got this kind yes of people we're all scared of germs that's the thing people lump bacteria in and think all bacteria is bad when in actual fact 99% of it is beneficial and we'd be totally dead without bacteria because we're more bacteria than we are human cells our, our, yeah. our body is full it's teeming with microbes and the thing the key thing is for your health is to have more of the good ones than the bad ones um, and that's again where it's like the diversity from you know foraging and then fermenting stuff. It just gives you the best possible, um, yeah, health. I mean, it really does because diversity equals resilience for your health. Diversity means the stuff that you can forage. You can't buy it in the shop, so you're getting a whole load more stuff that your gut bacteria absolutely love. The more you feed them, the more they do for you. So they reduce the inflammation, they kill fight cancer cells, boost your metabolism. They do all sorts of things. It's magic. So having your own wee internal pharmacy. <laughs> yes. So you don't need to do drugs. We don't do any drugs at all. We just go to uh, nature. And that's where most of the drugs come from anyway. And we'll let Mickey have a, a word in because she knows all about the, the foraging and the medicine side of it. I'm more about the fermenting side of it. So this is my lovely friend, Vicky, who the two of us together are just like, it's a match made in heaven, I tell you. Foraging and fermenting is just a match made it in is. heaven, isn't it? Yeah, it totally match me. So I'll let Vicky have a wee go. Well, she's a bit healthier than I am. <laughs> no, well, no, not at all. You didn't care <laughs> That's like, I couldn't eat more sugar. <laughs> uh, well, I, I drink wine actually. I drink wine most nights. I drink. I drink. That's fermented as well. Yes, it's totally so fermented and it's, and it's full of good stuff. Absolutely, it's got polyphenols. That's good for your gut. Yep. Yes, but no, I do drink. Vicky doesn't. But anyway, never Sorry. mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. Well, I'm Vicky from the Little Forages Kitchen. Um, so I do. Uh, guided walks and workshops and helping people re to reconnect with nature and identify all the wild plants that they can consume or use medicinally or wildcraft with because um, you know nature provides it doesn't just provide food it provides it provides everything actually so food medicine um, it provides the clothes that we wear uh, it provides shelter for us it provides the source for heating our homes it literally provides everything so i'm all about trying to reconnect people with that um lost knowledge that we used to have a few hundred years ago that we've just become so disconnected with and we all live in little brick boxes yeah and um, without any connection we all spend lots of time trying to kill everything that we don't think should be growing in yep. our gardens. <laughs> a lot of it we can actually eat yeah, um, yeah you can you can spend Weeks and weeks um, feeding vegetables in the garden, and they might, there's a good chance that you know they're going to get eaten by the slugs and they're going to die. But there'll be other things there that you can eat, like dandelions and, um, and the thistles. Mm -hmm. and Grind elder grows everywhere in my garden. Yeah, it's lots, and lots of wild plants that will, will quite happily flourish without any care or attention at all whatsoever. But we just overlook them. Yeah, spend a lot of time yeah. with weed killers trying to get rid yeah. of them. Oh, wow. I know. Yes. I know. Yeah. My motto is: if you can't beat them, eat them. And all we have, of course, yes, absolutely, yes, don't you? Yeah, that's where Vicky, but obviously, very good with all the identification. But even yeah. even the plants that are toxic to us, we can, you know, they've, they've got a, they've got a use, they've got a, a use for us as well. For example, um, look at 
Fox Pops, Digitalis, and um, it's a heart medication. Yeah, it's kind of just about knowing how to use it in, in yeah. a yeah. way, isn't it? A safe way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so that's basically what I do. So you guys are coming to do a workshop together. So do you want yes. to talk to us about, about that and what you're going to be doing? And you're doing a free talk as well, right? Yes, we're doing yeah. a free talk. What are we doing a free talk? I think we changed the mind. Well, we're going to do a general one, I think, on yeah, foraging okay. and gut health and immunity. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. because coming into the autumn, um, again, that's, well, we should be supporting our immunity really all year round, but coming into the autumn, and again, as I say, whatever's happening with all the coronavirus stuff or other variants or whatever, it's all about supporting your immunity. And the best way to do that is actually by, um, you know, feeding your gut microbiome. So, um, yeah, because the forage ter- itself has loads, it has a beneficial effect, effect on your microbiome, doesn't it? Yeah, an amazing effect. And again, it's that diversity goes back to that because what you get in nature, you can't buy in the supermarket. And for your gut microbiome, you've got trillions of different microbes that all like slightly different food sources. So yet what you're doing is you're just feeding more of them when you're doing all the wild stuff. Plus, um, things come up in nature when they're the best for your health. Like in the autumn, you've got all the berries. In the spring, you've got all the new spring growth. So it, it's just, it ties in so well with actually our health. And we need to be eating more seasonally anyway. That's the way that people used to do it. So our talk, what we're going to do is Vicky's going to take everyone first to go for a foraging walk to have a wee look to see what's available. Yeah. And hopefully collect some things to actually go into the crowds. Yeah. So the, the aim is that everybody will go away with their own unique jar of crowds yeah. that they've crafted themselves. Yeah, and what I'll do is I'm, I'll bring all the jars and what I'll, a sauerkraut is based on cabbage, so it's hard white cabbage. I'll have all the cabbage shredded up, pre-shredded. We'll have bowls there, so it's when everyone goes away for, uh, foraging with Vicky. They come back, we'll be salting the cabbage. I'll talk through all the, the main things, um, you know, that you need to sort of be concerned about if you're fermenting anything. We'll have their bowls, we'll have our cabbage, and then we can add in whatever, you know, flowers or edible leaves or seeds or whatever, you know, we can add that to our sauerkraut. I mean, I've made lots of different crouts with like dandelions, uh, dandelions and mustard. I've done wild garlic crouts. I've done add nettle seeds to everything. So there'll be something that we'll be able to collect. And the flowers are actually great to add to sauerkraut as well. Um, and then everyone will be able to take home their jar of sauerkraut. And I'll obviously talk through all the benefits of fermented foods but again as I've said it's really fermented foods are super fertilizer for your gut bacteria they support your immunity and every other aspect of your health yeah so and also we'll have some samples to let people try because that's the other thing people never really know but like sauerkraut it is sour and that's a flavor that we're not really that familiar with it's the same with a lot of the foreign stuff there's that are bitter and that's where all the benefits are we're used to sweet and salty and what you get with sauerkraut is you get sour and a bit salty. And then if you're adding fermented, you get all sorts of other flavours coming in. So that's a key point as well. Because sometimes people make it and then they think, oh, I don't know, that tastes unusual. Yeah. Is that how it's supposed to taste? So I'll bring a few samples along and people can try um, as well. But it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun day. Yeah. And um, yes, there'll be lots of um, chat and fun and laughter, a bit of exercise, massaging cabbage. That's really good for your bingo wings. So you get in there with the cabbage. It's all, it's all fun. The fun you can have massaging cabbage, you've no idea. <laughs> the most fantastic fun you can have out in nature, gathering stuff, picking stuff, massaging stuff. It's great fun. It's really good fun. So it'll be a fun, a fun workshop. So hopefully... Hopefully the weather will be kind to us. And, um, yeah, hopefully. Yes, that, that's always the issue, isn't it, when you're doing outside things. Yeah, but 
as I say, foraging and fermenting is just a match made in heaven. So um, as I say, Vicky's an expert in foraging, but of an expert in fermenting. So you get two experts um, that are totally passionate. <laughs> for the price of one, that's yeah. exactly what you get. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and we're both always happy to help people, you know, with questions or whatever. Yeah. yeah so, I, um, I, I, when you're fermenting, it kind of increases some of the flavours, doesn't it? So if you've got a lot of bitter foods, does that... Well, I to be honest, there is a balance there. I mean, it's that's why if I'm doing like a wild crate, I wouldn't do it with all wild stuff because it can just be too intense. And the, for the point of it is as well, nobody's going to eat something if it doesn't taste good. That's my, the whole thing is it has to taste good. Uh, and a, a lot of the crates are made, they're absolutely delicious. So it's like a wee bit of small amounts of different things, but your base is going to be your standard sweet white cabbage, which is a, a really good base. And then you're adding small amounts of other things. Um, but if you add too many bits, things then once you ferment them you end up with the, the sour the salty and bitter and too much of that is really not a good thing so you want to have a nice balance yeah so as I say I've done various different ones dandelion flowers and mustard was a fantastic sauerkraut um, but loads of like if it's sort of just dandelions uh, and a tablespoon of mustard seeds but it's fun trying different things out but in the world of ferment, actually, I would say less is more. Get the salt level right so that you're fermenting safely um, and then just have a bit of fun experiment with things. You can come up with all sorts of interesting um, flavour variations. I think as well, I think when, you, when you're adding wild ingredients into, into a basic sauerkraut, you've already got a jar of something that's really, really healthy for you yeah. and really good for your, your immune system. But by adding in all these extra wild ingredients, even though you're only adding small amounts yeah. of things, you're increasing the diversity of the nutrients in that yeah. in that food source. You know, yeah. So so much. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. So it's kind of less is more for the stuff that you're adding, but it's fun to just add wee different bits and yeah, pieces. Yeah. And then you end up with something that's totally yeah. unique. Yeah. You just yeah. collect the things that you want and there will be plenty of stuff to collect, I'm sure. Um, and I will bring along a nettle seed. I've got tons of nettle seeds. I'm obsessed with nettle seeds. I put nettle seeds and everything. So we'll be bringing some of them so we can yeah, add them if I've we can't find them. Seeds. Oh, you get planting seeds, right? Yeah, I've, got, I've actually got, um, I've just got a great big, huge um, bowl of the uh, Middle River, the River. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, so I've got some of them as well. Um, yeah. And the, the grazer planting. And they're just, they're actually, the River and the grazer planting taste quite different. They've got quite a different sort of texture mm -hmm. when you eat them. Yeah. Sort of raw. Which is quite yeah, quite and, yeah, and again, as that when you ferment things, they change again. So from something that's raw, when you ferment it, the flavours change, and they kind of mellow out. Because I ferment garlic, I've got time like, I've add fermented garlic, another thing, add to everything, uh, and it, the flavour totally mellows out over time. So it's all sorts of interesting stuff going on. It's absolutely fascinating. So it is a, a fascinating world. And it's one that we should all be um, knowing how to <laughs> actually harness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we're a living example of that. So we're both very well and healthy. We may be old, well, I'm a lot older than Vicky. We're well preserved. Well, you're looking good on it. Um, Vicky, you're also doing a pizza making workshop. Oh, yeah. With Adam. Yes. With Adam, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that as well? Uh, yeah. Um, I've not actually talked to Adam much about it. <laughs> He's just gone and volunteered me for the last Okay. Yes, I think what we'll do is um, I'm not sure how much time we've got. If we've got to, if we've got a couple of hours, we'll we'll have a wee forage first. So we'll do I think a, you just a couple of hours. 
yeah, we'll collect some ingredients, some wild ingredients, and identified some other things along the way. Um, and then we're going to cook the, the pieces over um, an open flame. Well, over a fire. Over a fire. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and basically what will happen with both um, the pizza and the fermentation workshops, I'll send everybody, uh, I'll get their emails and I'll send them a list of what we've looked at um, on the day um, and on some book recommendations and further reading, etc. And I'll also send them some recipes as well. Yeah, so will I fermentation but yeah so that yeah so it just so it just means that they can go away and um, and then try to, to make some things themselves mm -hmm. yeah I actually share loads of recipes on my, I've got a, a, a Facebook page, it's just called Nourished by Nature UK, my Instagram page is Be Nourished by Nature, and Vicky shares loads of stuff as well. Mm -hmm. And I've got a blog called Blog Nourished by Nature, so there's lots of recipes and information and stuff on there as well. You um, books as well, didn't you, on there? I did, yes, I did, yes. I had a, yeah, a couple of e-books, one stuff, uh, families, another one is all about celebration foods and all the stuff that I share is all vegan, so it's all plant-based. Um and that's, as again, as I say, is how, what we should all be eating more plants. Mm -hmm. It's all about plant power, yes. Powered by plants, fueled by ferments, I think is me. <laughs> I was going to get a T-shirt printed saying, fueled by ferments, powered by plants in the back and fueled by ferments. <laughs> you wear it on the day. <laughs> I, I, I will wear it on the day, yes. Actually, that's a good idea. I should just get it. I have got the one that says powered by plants. We can get one each. Yeah. Vicky, what's your um, handle, your um, social media and everything? Oh, it's just the Little Forager's Kitchen. Uh, so my website's littleforagerskitchen.com, uh, sorry. Yeah, and then just the Little Forager's Kitchen for both Facebook and Instagram. I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> no, neither am I. No, I mean, no, no. Neither am I. It's too much. I can't. To do. It's too much. That's <laughs> right. I get my head around that Twitter with this like tiny short sentences and stuff. Like no, I know yeah. I don't like Twitter. No. No. I think Instagram is great. I like Instagram. Instagram yeah. is very nice, supportive community on Instagram. So yeah, that'll do me. It's enough yeah, for me. Nice pictures and things as well. <laughs> ah yeah, well I love taking pictures. I have to say yeah. I do take pictures. I've got like I was just taking my phone, but because I'm always fermenting stuff and cooking nice, like, I just take pictures of what I'm actually doing. It's not that like I set things up in advance. I just take pictures of what I've you know what I'm doing you know during the day, um, which is usually something to do with uh, something fermented, um, in some aspect or other or foraged. Um, but Vicky's got me as not quite as obsessed a bit, but I'm 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 also so into all the foraging stuff as well, um, which is just it's just fascinating. It really is. But again, it's just all about nature's got us covered. Yeah. We've got too far away from people are eating food that's not even classed as real food. It's so processed. Yeah. There's no nutrition yeah. in it. There's no fiber in it. There's no even the food. even the food even the fresh food that you buy in supermarkets. It's just so sanitized. It's even the one yeah, it's it washed with yeah. an inch of its life. Washed with um, chlorine and all sorts of stuff going on. Because pesticide mm, yeah, it's organic. Yeah. It's just um yeah. and it, it doesn't have the same nutritional um content that it nope. used to have when nope. we used to grow our own food in in, in soil that wasn't, mm. you know, treated to prevent any pest entering to entering yeah. it and, Mm. Yeah, and yeah. it's quite scary, isn't it, when you actually kind of start mm. looking into it and thinking about it. And it's my first degree is agricultural chemistry, so I know quite a lot about soil and stuff as well. 
Um, uh, and it's, it is, it's quite frightening when you look at how things have totally degraded. But uh, again, if you're growing stuff in a living soil that hasn't been treated with chemicals, it's a whole other ballpark. You've got all sorts of stuff going on underneath the soil with all the microbes, the fungi and the yeast. Yeah. It's incredible what goes on. And when you grow crops in like sterile soil, they only add N, P and K, the three macronutrients that are needed for plants to grow and then spray them so plants don't need their natural defences. Um, and it's not all just about the nutrition. A lot of the time for organic as opposed to conventional, it's not the big things, it's not the micro, it's all the wee things that make the biggest difference to your health. Mm-hmm. And I came across research once and actually was about when you eat organic food, they, those plants don't want to be eaten. So they, they launch their sort of attack. So when you eat those plants, they kind of stimulate your own immunity. And I thought that kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Whereas plants that are grown in conventional, they don't need to have any defences because they're sprayed with chemicals. So they just stand there and grow. A boring old life, just stand and grow with the three major things with none of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas organic plants, there's a hell of a lot more going on. Well, so they're, they're literally like drugged, aren't they? They're just kind of like it's like standing there, just like, just waiting to be eaten or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, yeah. Drugs good for you. Absolutely, yes, I have. Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. But again, as I say, it is it's all about nature. That's what it's about, and I think there are more people are starting to realise that as we look at the state of our health, uh, the chronic health issues that you know that we know that can be actually reversed. A lot of them can be reversed when you start to think again about your health coming from your gut. And if you don't nourish your gut microbes, you're not going to enjoy the best health because they harness the, the they, they deal, they literally control everything in your body, produce all your 95% of your serotonin, so your happy hormones, as I say, your metabolism, your energy, your immune system, your gut, you know, your gut mm-hmm. microbes are in communication with your immune system all the time and if you don't have the right balance you you know you're you're leaving yourself open to all sorts of Mm -hmm. um attack from different things and Mm -hmm. anyways i see it's a fascinating topic so i'll shut up because i'll be here for an hour i think we've covered what we're going to be doing so it'll be a fantastically fun day two experts for the price of one foraging fermenting trying stuff Um, outdoors outdoors fresh air it'll be fantastic fun Yes, and even if it is um, raining, we've got a we've got an undercover, but haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we'll be undercover. I think we're where the Kaylee's going to be. Yes, so we'll have to hurry up and get out before the Kaylee comes in. So we'll be massaging very fast to get a cabbage to get a break. But I'll have pretty good exercise for everybody doing it. Yes, we'll be doing lots of exercise, yes. Uh, well, maybe the Kale band could play music because it's quite fun when you're massaging cabbage to have some music in the background. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's not it's like Kaylee. Kaylee. It's a yes. um, traditional kind of storytelling Kaylee rather than Brilliant. music That Kaylee. sounds fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. So, yes, we are looking forward to it. So it'll be a fantastic day, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Vicky's pizza thing, that sounds fantastic as well. I mean, that's Sunday, the pizza. Yeah. Am I right? Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I think, it's, Sunday. I think okay. it's straight after mm-hmm. straight after the fermentation on Saturday. And I think it's at 11 in the morning. On mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you can it's take your ferment with you and add it onto your pizzas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as you've tasted anyway. <laughs> absolutely. That sounds like a plan to you. That does sound like a good plan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, that's great. Thanks for chatting with me and telling us all about what you do in your workshop. And I will see you at the festival. Yes, you will indeed. Pleasure to speak to you.
if you enjoyed that and you want to come along and meet Vicky and Janice and join in with their workshop, the tickets are on sale now and the tickets for the Scottish Wild Food Festival are on sale now as well. So if you just go to the website www.scottishwildfoodfestival.co.uk, it's being held on the 18th and the 19th September at Tiernanog near Drimmon, just outside of Glasgow. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, share and subscribe and I'll see you next time.